Good afternoon and welcome to Isotopica with me, Simon Tishko. Today I have a further selection of rather strangely mooded sonic detours. I'll leave your ears to do the walking and if you're interested in details of such, you can find them on my website, which is www.theculture.net. Um, indeed, let's listen.
This is no drama. This is no drama. This is no drama. This is no drama. No action that has occurred elsewhere is reenacted here. Only a now and a now and a now exist here. This is no make-believe which reenacts an action that really happened once upon a time. Time plays no role here. We're not acting out a plot, therefore we're not playing time. Time is for real here. It expires from one word to the next. Time flies in the words here. It's not alleged that time can be repeated here. No play can be repeated here and play at the same time it did once upon a time. The time here is your time. Space-time here is your space-time. Here you can compare your time with our time. Time is no noose. That is no make-believe. It's not alleged here that time can be repeated. The umbilical cord connecting you to your time is not severed here. Time is not at play here. We mean business with time here. It is admitted here that time expires from one word to the next. It is admitted that this is your time here. You can check the time here on your watches. No other time governs here. The time that governs here is measured against your breath. Time conforms to your wishes here. We measure time by your breath, by the batting of your eyelashes, by your pulse beats, by the growth of your cells. Time expires here from moment to moment. Time is measured in moments. Time is measured in your moments. Time goes through your stomach. Time here is not repeatable as in the make-believe of a theatre performance. This is no performance. You have not to imagine anything. Time is no noose here. Time is not cut off from the outside world here. There are no two levels of time here. There are no two worlds here. While we are here, the earth continues to turn. Our time up here is your time down there. It expires from one word to the next. It expires while we, we and you, are breathing, while our hair is growing, while we are sweating, while we are smelling, while we are hearing. Time is not repeatable even if we repeat our words. Even if we mention again that our time is your time, that it expires from one word to the next, while we, we and you are breathing, while our hair is growing, while we sweat, while we smell, while we hear. We cannot repeat anything. Time is expiring. It is unrepeatable. Each moment is a no-make-believe. Each moment is historical. Each of your moments is a historical moment. We cannot say our words twice. This is no make-believe. We cannot do the same things once again. We cannot repeat the same gestures. We cannot speak the same way. Time expires on our lips. Time is unrepeatable. Time is no noose. That is no make-believe. The past is not made contemporaneous. The past is and buried. We need no puppets to embody a dead time. This is no puppet show. This is no nonsense. This is no play. This is no sense. You recognize the contradiction. Time here serves the wordplay. Lovely, 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 lovely
You should see a picture of me and Officer Schmeling in Long Beach. Man, the last time I went to... You suck him off? I went out to... No, just uh, took a picture with him. Don't hog I, it. You hogged the last one. No. Oh, that's right. You did share, but it fell just as it got to me. I went out to Malibu to... Uh, there's a new, new life oh, at the party. I've never seen a hotel room blessed with such limpid ecstasy. Nor have I. What, what do you need? What do I need? Nothing. Beer. I like choice and grass. Some yeah. grass. We have that. If you've got papers, I've got the grass. No, I don't have anything. We have cigarettes. We empty them out and put grass in them. So we don't need papers. You can't carry papers. They're against the law. Oh, they are not against yes, the law. Yes, they are. What state are we in? Indiana. Okay. In Indiana, it says very plainly in the laws, to carry papers is against the law. Oh, what if you have a, a package of Prince Albert with you? Then you're cool. You tap the microphone once, so I'll get a sentry. Hello, yeah. <laughs> this is room uh, 255. Room 255, yes? Yes. Yeah. And this is for room 255, and it's for four people. Yeah. Do you have any fresh fruit? 
Well, like uh, strawberries or blueberries. Strawberries and blueberries. How many orders? Hoping your news is good news. I'm Roger Griffin. Could you send up like a bowl? Oh, no. It, go, it goes by the order. Well, then, uh, that's very complicated. Why don't you just make a nice selection of fruit and send it up? You know, use your own discretion. Well, look, yeah, look, you've got two melon. Well, I send you one order of strawberries and one order of blueberries. Then. Yeah, but have you got an apple? What about an apple? Apple? Well, I can get you an apple, yes. Can you get us, uh, like, three apples? Huh? Just a minute, please. And you want three apples? Yes, please. Okay. Thank you. Beautiful. Uh, how long will it be? At least 20 minutes. I'm Peter Jennings tonight on Dick Cavett, George Carlin, and the entire population of Milwaukee. We'll be back tomorrow. Have a good night.
was played by the Gruber Quartet, who have been specially engaged... Direct from the Seaview Hotel, Resident Sealard. To play all the theme music for this thrilling new serial, The Adventures of Fearless Harold Seagull! Part one. Section one. Installment one. Chapter one. But first, for the benefit of new readers, here is a synopsis of what has gone before. Nothing. Now, read on. Chapter one. The ghastly experiments of Dr. Hans Eidelberger and his sinister oriental assistant, Yakamoto. <laughs> Just one more touch here. So? Honorable Doctor has completed another ghastly experiment. Yeah, Yakamoto. Only a few more now. Only one drawback. We have run out of Honorable Victor. Hmm. You didn't order another dozen, as I told you? Ah, uh, no. Today, early closing. Oh? <laughs> Never mind. Our trusty agent, Headstone, is at this moment collecting a special victim for me. One, he assures me, is the ideal body. <laughs> Why are you sticking that needle in my arm? 
That captain's caught the team cushion. <laughs> hey, that's all right, then. No. This way. Perhaps this time my experiment will succeed. There must be a man somewhere who can take the weight of a steam roller on his face. Wait, I heard that. And I warn you, I'm not paying for any fancy Harley Street treatment. Do I get everything on the national health? Everything except the steam roller. That you get on your face. Thank you. Listeners are wondering perhaps how experiment is progressing. One moment, please. I will observe. <laughs> experiment proceeding satisfactorily. Yakamoto, come in here. Coming, sir. Uh, experiment another failure. Let me go, you scoundrels. Police made once of this ordinary wooden chair to which you will bound me hand and foot, thereby rendering me helpless. Little does he know that I am sewing through my ropes and a rusty nail in the wall. Little does he know that he doesn't make any difference, as I have nailed his boots to the floor. <laughs> Little does he know that I have a spare pair of boots concealed in my ear, and at any moment I shall be leap up, brandishing my revolver. <laughs> Little does he know that I have taken his revolver. I wonder how Arsenal got on today. Enough of this decum. The time has come for you to die. Why? Well, you're so old. Yakamoto, <laughs> hand me my gun. And... Oh, there you are, sir. Oh, hello, cabby. I'm sorry to bother you, sir, but that five past five you gave me was a forgery. It's ten minutes later. Never mind that now, man. Help me to scratch these two criminals. That is, if you don't object to a bout of fisticuffs. Object? Oh, no. Right. Put up your duke, Teddy Idlebergado. <laughs> and you, Yakamoto. Yes, you dirty foreigners, take that. Oh, We'll explain to anchor listeners that fight not going in our favor. <laughs> now, please excuse must receive honorable Seacom fist in honor of their side. Will fearless Harry overpower the villainous chair? Will Heidelberger succeed in opening the front gate? Will Kensington, the cab driver, manage to stop the oncoming train in time? Will Yakamoto... Ah, ah, ah. oh. How dare you! Take that! Oh, God! moment this year was a dramatic message flashed to London. The dramatic read Everest conquered. Everest conquered. This could only mean one thing. Everest had been conquered. <laughs> yes, finally it conquered. <laughs> but we, the goons, question the authenticity of the Everest expedition's claim to have climbed that great mountain. We give you now the story on which our doubts are best. Here then is the Mount Everest Project, or... Now, in case number one, we should uh, we should have the following: yes. six thousand articulated hairless cobalt nightshirts, yes. Yes. ten volumes in Abyssinian on how to use inverted self-propelled Melanesian emergency knife socket and spoon, <laughs> four hundred weight of assorted concrete trombones with trombones attached to, to the uh, my Jones, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fifty tins of fortified high altitude centipod tea with portable thunder sheets. I got that, Harry. All correct, yes. Now, what's in crate number two? Crate number three. Well, what's in crate number three? Nothing. What's the idea of that? To make it light up. Oh, very good. Now, tell me. Hey, light up, you three.
cover with you. Mr. Crumb's been buried alive. Come in, Mr. Crumb. Come in, Mr. Crumb. Dig here. Dig in this spot here, sorry. Okay, right. Here goes. Oh, this is terrible. Such a thing to happen to him. And on his birthday, too. Uh, how old is he? Ninety-eight. Man, he's not worth digging up. What? You horrible man, you. You've got to dig him up. He's got my wages in his pocket. Oh, oh, I got him. I got him. In fact, I got all three of them. Now, give me a heave. One. Now, what's in crate number four? Doing in great number. Uh, uh, I say, look, Mount Everest is down. Mount Everest is down. Hussar! Hussar! Yep, sure is. Then, Major Bloodnop, it's up to you now. Get cracking. Yes, yes, well, Lord Harry, in a week, Mount Everest will be packed, ready for shipment to England. was delayed. I was called to Government House, New Delhi. When I arrived there, this is what I was told. Lord Harry, there's a delegation of foreign gentlemen waiting to see you. Oh, heavens. Who are they? They refuse to stay. Tell the Russians I'll see them. Lord, very good. Yes. My government have taken exception to your removal of Mount Everest. On what ground? We will tell you our ground. A portion of Mount Everest was in Russia. Therefore, Britain has violated the Anglo the Nordic Agreement of 
Mount Everest was sunk, and to this day has lain on the bottom of the sea. The question is, what did Hillary and Tenting climb? The answer is simple. They climbed the highest space in the world. What do you think? Send your solution to us on a postcard. Address the Mount Everest Salvage Fund, care of Professor Pickard. Good night. Billy, Billy, don't go for me. You black up my eye, but stay with me. Oh, babe, you sweet like a honeybee. Billy, Billy, you drunk at night. You come in the house and you want to fight. Oh, babe, you sweet like a honeybee. Billy, Billy, you cold like ice. You come in the house and you look so nice. Oh, baby, you sweet like a honeybee. Billy, Billy, you go for me. You black up my face, but stay with me. Oh, baby, you sweet like a honeybee. Billy, Billy, don't go for me. You lick out my teeth, but stay with me. Oh, baby, you sweet like a honeybee. Billy, Billy, don't go for me. You bust up my rib, but stay with me. Oh, baby, you sweet like a honeybee. like a honeybee. Having lived through the Fachi years in a kind of highly politically conscious way, but admittedly highly tranquilised, it seemed to be quite appropriate, not necessarily that useful way. Uh, my feeling when recent administration, a new lot of Tories was actually voted into power, was one of such utter desolation that, I don't know, I, um, my heart just sank, my instinct was quite correct in that the brutality, the savagery, the sheer inhumanity of what would happen is pretty much happening. We've actually lost our National Health Service as we should have treasured it. And uh, I'm, lots and lots of scientific evidence is pointing towards the fact that right-wing thought is actually an illness. It's a deficiency in the ability to empathize with other people, Margaret Thatcher's notion of there is no society, just individuals and their families, sums it up. It's um, such a horrific 
notion and these utterly desperately bad people um, in power at the moment who wave the flag as being Thatcher's children as if it were a good thing is mind-numbing in its banality don't even realize how much malice they're filled with but there you go what are we going to do are we going to click another link are we going to click another online petition to quick everyone tweet this save the nhs yeah, 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 yeah. i'm not sure my personal option my personal option at the moment is actually exile i'm hoping to fund the purchase of an old cargo ship and sail off into the sunset full of artist creatives, the occasional poet, cats, dogs and old sailors, of course, seems to be the most sensible option, as um, dear David Cameron and George Osborne are actually doing more damage to the fabric of this country than the Nazis could ever, ever have hoped for. Dear Polly Toynbee, when she was shouted down for comparing the uh, new health bill as the final solution, not the health bill, but the actual health and social security bills as being the final solution dreamt up by the Tories for poor people, she was absolutely spot on. She was, she was just so on the mark, but there was such outcry for raising the spectre of the decadence at um, Dachau. Birkenau that um, she had to retract what she said. In reality, the language used by the Lib Dems, by the Blairites, by Cameron, Osborne and all the Tories has that reasonableness of um, the early talk of eugenics when um, the mentally ill and the disabled were sterilized to start off with and very very soon were actually euthanized and it's a very short step from this well it's only fair and reasonable language to the death camps so i'm gonna get a ship and i'm gonna sail away because i think that's the obvious solution to my present view of foul britannia anyway we've got the olympics to look forward to men jumping over sticks don't really know where to go from there is there anywhere to begin at the beginning it is spring moonless night in the small town starless and bible black the cobbled streets silent and the hunched quarters rabbit's wood limping invisible down to the slow black, slow black, crow black fishing boat bobbing sea. The houses are blind as moles, though moles see fine tonight in the snouting velvet dingles, or blind as Captain Cat. There in the muffled middle by the pump and the town clock, the shops in mourning, the welfare hall in widow's weeds, and all the people of the lulled and dumbfound town are sleeping now. Hush, the babies are sleeping, the farmers, the fishers, the tradesmen and pensioners, cobbler, schoolteacher, postman and publican, the undertaker and the fancy woman, drunkard, dressmaker, preacher, policeman, the webfoot cocker women and the tidy wives. Young girls lie bedded soft or glide in their dreams with rings and trousseau, bridesmaided by glowworms down the aisles of the organ-playing wood. The boys are dreaming wicked, or of the bucking ranches of the night on the jolly Rogered Sea. And the anthracite statues of the horses sleep in the fields, and the cows in the byres, and the dogs in the wet-nosed yards. And the cats nap in the slant corners or lope, sly, streaking and needling on the one cloud of the roofs. You can hear the dew falling and the hushed town breathing.
Only your eyes are unclosed to see the black and folded town, fast and slow, asleep. And you alone can hear the invisible star fall. The darkest before dawn, minutely dew-gray stir of the black, dab-filled sea, where the Arethusa, the Curlew, and the Skylark, Zanzibar, Rhiannon, the Rover, the Cormorant, and the Star of Wales tilt and ride. Listen. It is night moving in the streets. The processional salt, slow, musical wind in Coronation Street and Cockle Row. It is the grass growing on Fleddergib Hill. Dewfall, starfall, the sleep of birds in Milkwood. Listen. It is night in the chill, squat chapel. Hemming in bonnet and brooch and bombazine black, butterfly choker and bootless bow, coughing like nanny goods, sucking Minto's forty winking hallelujah. Night in the four ale, quiet as a domino. In dye bread's bakery, flying like black flower. In Oki Milkman's lofts, like a mouse with gloves. It is tonight, trotting silent with seaweed on its hooves along the cockle cobbles, past curtain, fern pot, text and trinket, harmonium, holy dresser, watercolors done by hand, china dog and rosy tin tea caddy. It is night, neddying among the snuggeries of babies. Look, it is night, dumbly, royally winding through the coronation cherry trees, going through the graveyard of Bethesda with winds gloved and folded and dew-doffed, tumbling by the sailor's arms. Time passes. Listen. Time passes. Come closer now. Only you can hear the houses sleeping in the streets in the slow, deep, salt and silent, black, bandaged night. Only you can see in the blinded bedrooms the comms and petticoats over the chairs, the jugs and basins, the glasses of teeth, thou shalt not on the wall, and the yellowing dicky bird watching pictures of the dead. Only you can hear and see behind the eyes of the sleepers, the movements and countries and mazes and colors and dismays and rainbows and tunes and wishes and flight and fall and despairs and big seas of their dreams. For where you are, you can hear their dreams. Captain Cap, the retired blind sea captain, asleep in his bunk in the seashelled ship in bottle, ship shaped best cabin of schooner house, dreams of. Never such seas as any that swamped the decks of his SS Kidwelly, bellying over the bedclothes and jellyfish slippery, sucking him down salt deep into the davy dark where the fish come biting out and nibble him down to his wishbone. And the long drowned nuzzle up to him. Remember me, Captain. You're. Dancing Williams. I lost my step in Nantucket. You see me, Captain? The white bone talking? I'm Tom Fred, the donkey man. We shared the same girl once. Her name was Mrs. Probert. Rosie Probert, 33 Duck Lane. Come on up, boys. I'm dead. Hold me, Captain. I'm Jonah Jarvis. Come to a bad end. Very enjoyable. Alfred Pomeroy Jones, sea lawyer. Born in Mumble, sung like a linnet. Crowned you with a flag of... Tattooed with mermaids. First like a dredger. Died of blisters. Curly Bevan. Tell my auntie it was me that pawned the Ormolu clock. Aye, aye. Curly. Tell my missus no, I never. I never done what she said, I never. Yes, they did. And who brings coconuts and shawls and parrots to my Gwen now? How's it about? 
Is there rum and lava bread? Bosoms and robin? Concertinas? Ebenezer's bell? Fighting and onion. And sparrows and daisies? Tiddlers in a jam jar. Buttermilk and whippets. Rockaby baby? Washing on the line. An old girl's in the snark. How's the tenors in Dolice? Who milks the cows in my squin? When she smiles, is there dimples? What's the smell of parsley? Oh, Santiana with the gorn. I oh, Santiana. Girwint I've take you round your horn. My heart rei you can hear in Cockle Row in the spring, moonless night, Miss Price, dressmaker and sweet shopkeeper, dream of... Her lover, tall as the town clock tower, Samson syrup gold maned, whacking thighed and piping hot, thunderbolt based and barnacle breasted, flailing up the cockles with his eyes like blow lamps, and scooping low over her lonely, loving, hot water bottled body. The Van we Price, Mr. Mark Edwards. I am a draper mad with love. I love you more than all the flannelette and calico, candlewick, dimity, crush and merino, tushore, creton, crepon, muslin, poplin, ticken and twill, in the whole cloth all of the world. I have come to take you away to my emporium on the hill, Throw away your little bed socks and your Welsh wool knitted jacket. I will warm the sheets like an electric toaster. I will lie by your side like the Sunday roast. I will knit you a wallet of forget-me-not blue for the money to be comfy. I will warm your heart by the fire so that you can slip it under your vest when the shop is closed. Mavanwi, Mavanwi, before the mice gnaw at your bottom drawer, will you say... Yes, Mark. Yes, Mark. Yes, yes, yes. And all the bells of the tills of the town shall ring for our wedding. Come now, drift up the dark. Come up the drifting sea-dark street now in the dark night seesawing like the sea. To the Bible-black airless attic over Jack Black, the cobbler shop. Evans the Death, the Undertaker, runs out into the field where his mother is making Welsh cakes in the snow and steals a fistful of snowflakes and currants and climbs back to bed to eat them cold and sweet under the warm white clothes. While Mr Waldo, rabbit catcher, barber, herbalist, cat doctor, quack, dreams of... This little piggy went to market. This little piggy stayed home. This little piggy had roast beef. And this little piggy had none. Time passes. Listen. Time passes. An owl flies home past Bethesda to a chapel in an oak. And the dawn inches up. Stand on this hill. This is Sladegib Hill. Old as the hills, high, cool and green. And from this small circle of stones made by the druids for a come to visit Milkwood, you can see all the town below you sleeping in the first of the dawn. Less than 500 souls inhabit the three quaint streets and the few narrow by lanes and scattered farmsteads that constitute this small decaying watering place, which may indeed be called a backwater of life, without disrespect to its natives who possess to this day a salty individuality of their own. 
You have been listening to me, Simon Tishko, on Isotopica here on Resonance 104.4 FM. If you're interested in the details of the assortment I have played today, then please check out the website, which is www.theculture.net, and follow the links to Isotopica and Resonance FM. I look forward to bringing you a further sonic detour next week and uh, thank you very much for tuning in this is Simon Tishko on Resonance 104.4 FM signing out for now